Uh, what are you doing? I'm drinking beer. Oh. I want to well, describe this beer. Okay. So, I'm a really transparent person. I went to the liquor store and I saw a beer and it had a cat on it. And I went, oh, I want that beer. I hope it's not an IPA. And it is. So I'm drinking an IPA, but it's got a cat on it and the cat is playing a banjo. It's called Banjo Cat. Because that is what it is doing. And after a six pack of these, they're starting to taste okay. That's good. So, I guess that's that. That's a good story. No, it's not. It's a fucking terrible story. Don't encourage me. I don't know. You're happy, right? Maybe. I was listening to a podcast today, and it was like their four-year anniversary or whatever, and they were talking about everything they've done in the last four years. I'm like, oh man, I bought I bought beer with a cat on it. That's cool. <laughs> you ever you ever feel like a loser? <laughs> You're just like, oh, I'm sad now. Well, that's opinions are cheap for you. With Cameron and sad. Uh, I, I, I kind of like that. What I just did there. I got um. I, I shouldn't. <laughs> so I got in that argument with that other guy that does the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I wanted to. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to tell him like I'm just gonna leave and make my own podcast. And it's gonna have twelve listeners, and then you'll be sorry. <laughs> did you do it? No, I just uh, cried and left. Well, you know, you look at the bright side. Fuck him. It's not a bright side. It's it's a bright fact. Fuck him. I don't know what it is, but fuck him. Yeah, but that's not a good thing. I don't know. He's some douche who got pissed off about an internet argument. Acted like an asshole. <coughs> I heard a Backstreet Boys song today. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, I didn't mind it. I feel like that's what growing up is, is you can finally admit that the Backstreet Boys are all right, and you're and you're perfectly fine in saying that. But, you know, middle school me or whatever is like, no, if I admit I like, I want it that way. That's Backstreet Boys, right? I can't remember if that's them or NSYNC. I don't uh, I don't. It doesn't know. really matter. They're all the same. I don't like music. I know, it's weird. You're in your show tunes. Music's for losers. How dare you? So you know that uh that song that what's that MTV song? I want my MTV. Oh um, yeah. What is that song? Did I? I never heard this before. Like today, part of the lyric, like they use the F word in it. Money for nothing. Dire straits. Money for nothing. That's a catchy song, but they use the F word. And I didn't know that. Yeah, they do. And it's like, apparently, I guess there's a radio edit, and that got around a lot more. And it's like... I mean, I guess technically it was recorded in a different time, but not that long ago. And it's like, I don't know how to... Well, 1985 was a long time ago. It doesn't feel like a long time ago. Controversy... The lyrics for the song have been criticized as being homophobic. 
I got an objection from the editor. I don't know if I want to read this. I feel like the response is that it's about a character and not the band. Well, I mean, I, I think there's a situation where you can use that and it's not an actual, like, hurtful thing. It's just the sort of thing that I want to have music playing in the background and it's like, oh, it's a song. I like. Oh, yeah, that one. Let's just play that one. And then if someone listens too closely to the lyrics, it's like, whoa. And I'm tired of songs that do that. Where it's like, oh, that's got a catchy beat. I like it. And then, or, or um, do you remember that Arrested Development where, like, it's like, oh, this is a cute song. We'll sing that one. And then they're, like, doing karaoke and halfway through it dawns on them that it's about, like, having sex in the afternoon. <laughs> and he's singing it, like, with his uh, niece or something. No, and it's but like, that sounds... It's like the words are really, um, they're really carefully placed where they're completely harmless sentences. But depending how dirty your mind is, it comes together really clearly. The song, uh, Turn Me On Mr. Dead Man by Paul Man, or the Union Underground, I think has the F word in it too, the bad one. Maybe not. So I don't know. That's why I don't like music. It's all awful. Yeah, it does. I don't know. It, it's it, it's hard to be like I I give this song a pass because I I was eight when it came out and I liked it then and it's got a good beat. But I uh you know I it's not a it's a song about someone fucking a corpse too a little bit so. What are you going to do? Music, I don't know, cultures evolve. It's like you read Shakespeare and you're like, man, that dude really was bad at writing women. There's like no strong females in like most Shakespeare plays. Everyone goes on about how Midsummer Night's Dream is so good. It's like, that place sucks. It's about two ladies who get enchanted and then they fall in love with people they don't actually want to fall in love with. And then one of them, I think, stays that way. And it's like, yay, look, she's happy now. Like, yay, magic turned her into a slave to this person, kind of, if you want to get real dark with it. Everybody likes that play. Like, oh, yeah, you got to read this one. It's real fun and whimsical. I'm I'm curious, uh, like, ten years from now, if we're going to find out that, like, Spongebob was racist all along. You know what I mean? Yeah, it probably won't be something, like, of that caliber, but I'm sure there will be little things like that where you're like, oh, that's now considered problematic, you know, 10, 15 years later where we've culturally evolved. I don't know. Everything's problematic. Yeah. I try not to let it get to me or care about it too much, but then I feel like I'm part of the problem and I'm not being responsible. So I I saw this... uh this social justice warrior tweet people were kind of making fun of, but it turned into this thought exercise where I didn't have an answer to their question. Um, and what she was asking was she wanted to put together an all-inclusive event that cis white men were not allowed to attend. Okay. And what, what do you call that event? Because she wanted to call it a women's event, but she doesn't want to exclude people that aren't women 
so like a woman plus event, but is that too open? And so then there was like, she kept like adding, it's like either there's too many words or there's not enough words. And she kept like throwing together all these different, um, like phraseologies and stuff. And all of them either excluded someone she didn't want to exclude or accidentally included cis white males. And most of the comments were making fun of her, but it's like, well, you know, this is just a word puzzle. I kind of want the answer. Yeah. I mean, you know, if she wants to throw that event, that's her prerogative. I, did she call it, like, an all-inclusive except? Because then you can't use the words all-inclusive. Well, and that's what people were kind of making fun of, was how she's framing it like, I want something where people can be can feel safe and don't have to be judged, and I'm going to go ahead and judge a very specific general group here. And yeah. most people were kind of calling out the hypocrisy, but if you take take that part out and just focus on the actual question... I don't know what to call that event. And it was very interesting, The uh, some of the sincere responses um, were, like, close. And it's like, yeah, but I want to, like, I want to argue with some of these that you're accidentally excluding blank or this or that. Yeah. No, you're right. That is, like, a weird word puzzle at that point. It, it's so fucking weird uh, with language. Like, the, the things that would be considered, I think, jargon words are now fairly mainstream, like, like, People know what cis means, and I feel like when I first encountered the words, you know, cis is is an adjective for a person, it was like this really specific thing, and it's like no one's ever going to use this in a sentence, except unless you're talking about this one specific piece of sociology, and now it gets thrown around all the time. And I'm not saying that's good or bad, I'm saying it's it's interesting that these very specific words or hyper-specific words for certain conversations are becoming uh, mainstream. But also, like, the definitions of words are changing so fast, too. Yeah. There's there's so many words that don't mean what they used to maybe five years ago. Remember when literally meant literally and not figuratively? I literally do. Yay! Like, totally. <laughs> so, speaking of which, this is our 50th episode. Yeah, I feel like we started this episode off really weird by talking about something kind of kind of serious. And I want to well, yeah, let's just get into the subject. Um we we have 50 minutes left to list all of our favorite things about um Bowsette. Oh man. And all of the um the the possibilities of the peach crown. This Bowsette thing is 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 really I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I'm kind of enchanted by it, and I'm kind of just like, God damn it, internet! But like the the there's like a story behind it, and the story is interesting. Like, I want to see I want to see actual like character work done with this shit because it it amuses me in that regard. But then also, yeah, I it's sent like, you that manga, right? It's like yeah. four pages, pretty much. Where it's yeah. like, oh, I, this is an interesting story. I kind of want to see where this goes. And someone else is like, what if it was a cheap cheap, and so then it looked like a mermaid. I drew a picture with crayon. And that's the thing, it's like, there's there's this idea behind it that you could go places, and also, there's porn. Or very suggestive pictures of uh, cute, peach-like women that are drawn in an anime style. I think my favorite one is there's a picture of Bowser looking in the mirror, and then he has the crown, 
and he grabs the crown and the next picture is him wearing the crown and he just has like a bunch of like makeup and mascara like smeared on his face and he's like crying in the sink in front of the mirror. Yeah, you sent me that one too. That one made me laugh. It's kind of dark, but it's... <laughs> and then the one where like Peach is just like, she's at the open bar just like really hitting it hard because she can't process what's going on. Yeah. What the fuck did the, the Nintendo think about this, you know? I... Well, did you see that one tweet? There's a fake Nintendo account called Nurtendo. <laughs> so the R like blends with the T and it just really looks like an N. Okay. And um they they'll make these fake announcements sometimes and let people retweet them. So they 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 put together a really convincing thing like on day 1 where it's like, "Okay guys, we heard you." And there's like a picture of Bowser and then the crown and then it goes to like a silhouette with a question mark and it's like there's there's more announcements for new Super Mario Brothers Wii Switch edition coming soon. And so many people bought it because they wanted to believe. Um in fact I think Richard thought that was real too. Oh Richard, how dare you? He I, he like he contacted me on Facebook and was like, Cameron, Cameron, it's real. Cameron, Cameron, real papa? That died. Thank Christ, huh? No, did you, no. Literally, the the channel got shut down. Really? Yeah, the popularity didn't. It's the his videos. <laughs> they got taken off YouTube, and um, the account's gone. And so he has because he was like uploading a new one every day is what kept the popularity going. Huh. So what, was there like, like a copyright thing, or did was this guy making what? What was up with that? Or does it matter? No, YouTube started to take a stance against um, uh, videos that are targeting young children with repetition because it's taking advantage of the ad, uh, the al- the algorithm or whatever that suggests views oh. and things. And technically, the advertisers don't want very young children watching ads because the very young children aren't going to buy anything. So they don't want to pay for the ad space. Oh, it has nothing to do with, like, it's kind of gross... No. To make children watch shitty things over and over again. No, it's bad It's business. all about the money. Yes. Of course it is. Go capitalism. My favorite football team. Because I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know Johnny ate sugar and he's lying about it. <laughs> I saw a crippled dude uh, in a wheelchair uh, <laughs> going across the street, and he had like six American flags attached to his wheelchair. Oh, you had a story too. Okay, that's great, man. And I was just like, I think at this point, you're just trying to convince everybody that you, that you're patriotic. Like, knowing that patriotic, you just use one, right? Like, six is too many. Six is stupid. That, that, no one believes that. You're trying too hard. I So I went in, speaking of America, I went in for my toenail surgery. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Um, so, like, had to, like, split up and mess up like three of my toenails but i think it's making progress but uh the only open chair was their extra wide chair and so i get in it and it was literally it was too wide for me like i couldn't put my arms on both the rests and be comfortable and it was like oh wow like i've never this is the first time in a while i haven't felt fat because i'm sitting in the fat chair and it's too big for me (laughs) and it's like i don't think they even have these chairs in other countries like, you've seen that office chair with, like, the bald eagle, and it's, like, a double wide. Yeah. Um. It was it was pretty much that, but it was a doctor chair.
Ooh, huh. excuse me. Oh, I, I okay. What's the deal with the bongo cat? Why is that popular? I don't know. Someone sent me that gif, and I thought it was funny, so I sent it to you. It is funny, but it's like there's nothing to it. I don't know why people like it because it's not that cute. There's nothing clever happening. I found a here's another funny thing. Someone goes. Someone goes. I think it's really cute how there's a term for furries who are new to the community, like baby fur. That's super cute. Holy shit. And then, oh, oh no. <laughs> yes, become ruined. Well, it's like that, uh, who was it? Like somebody was running for, uh, for Senate or something, and like she didn't know what a furry was. Oh, yeah, and she ended up like getting a, a, a persona at some point. Yeah, for some reason she asked publicly, and then like people started sending, you know, literature. And so it's funny is that she came out and said, hey, look, now I have a character, too. And she has this cute, like, lion character, but there's, like, all this gross Rule 34 of her, too. And it's like, <laughs> I don't I don't think she was aware that half, like, kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a strange couple of years for political figures, which I absolutely do not want to get into. Oh, yeah. Um, so, speaking of political figures... I feel like uh, if you run for any office, what you're really doing is you're signing up your friends and family to be harassed a lot. At this point, yeah. And it's like, that's that's scary because we're basically, we're encouraging a situation where the only people running for office are either like psychopaths or shut-ins that don't have family to risk. It would be cool if people weren't fucking insane or horrible. Isn't that well, would be there, an issue? There's still a lot of people like that, and it's like they all have too much self-respect to run for office. So I don't know what to do. I don't either. It's another one of those things where like, I want to ignore it because it's depressing, but then I feel like that's irresponsible. So I read the news and stuff, and then I feel bad. And then I buy beer with a cat on it. What's your it... opinion on echo chambers? What's your opinion on echo chambers? So, I think... No, like as an echo, like I said it back. No, I wasn't going to acknowledge that. Oh, fuck, I'm I, sorry. I think the phrase <laughs> echo chamber is used as a negative, like intentionally, but only when people realize it's an echo chamber. Yeah. So to be more fair about it... um. I think there's a time and a place to have like your circle of friends that all feel the same way and you're supportive. And it's important to also balance your life with new ideas. Yes. If you live only in your inner circle where everyone's repeating themselves, that's unhealthy. But just because a uh, echo chamber exists isn't a bad thing. Like it's a bad thing when Congress is an echo chamber because you want results to come out of it. But right. for some reason, it's like, that's why I don't like Reddit. Is like a lot of subreddits just turn into these echo chambers where you're not getting anything out of it. But it's not bad that they exist because sometimes you just want to go there and like have everyone agree with you. Yeah, that's it can a be nice kind of nice. Like, it's, like a, just, it's like taking a break. It is. It's just, it should be a break. And some people spend too much time in an echo chamber where like their Twitter feed is only things that they agree with and Donald Trump. And it's like, he's invading my, my safe space. 
and you get all worked up about it. And it's like, it, it, I think the balance is important. Yeah. Balance is always important. So remember, kids, have a balanced diet. Makes your poops better. What is a balanced breakfast? I don't know. I fucking drink Slim Fast for breakfast, like, almost most of the day. Most most days. Because I like, I'm lazy. I like a jalapeno Jimmy Dean sausage split over an egg with some cheddar cheese, and you put that in a biscuit. That sounds really good. I feel like the uh, the Jimmy Dean thing's probably got a shitload of extra sodium in it you don't need. And if you cut the biscuit out, then you're you're skipping out on carbs. I don't know. What's wrong with sodium? I don't know. People tell me you shouldn't eat so much sodium, and I'm just like, okay, you, you said that as an authority. Because here, here's the thing. People started uh, cutting sausage... And uh, or you started cutting um, sodium out of their diet, and then it's like that's increased prostate cancer. And it's like, oh wait, you know what? Apparently, that helps a bit. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, and that's probably the most truthful thing I've ever said on this show. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm a fucking not a doctor. The, the er, nutrition and dieting is annoying because it seems like for every one thing that there's something that contradicts. But then if you look at the study, it was like we did tested this on mice and they all got cancer from eating too much sugar. And it's like we tested this on mice, we didn't give them any sugar and they still got cancer. And so you have two articles is like eating too much sugar gives you cancer, not eating sugar gives you cancer, and no one wins. Well, yeah, it's um, I mean, what kind of bugs me with some of these uh like science result things is uh not to say that scientists are um selfish and playing the system to get money but sometimes that kind of happens. Oh yeah, I mean they have to get funding. That it's a I mean there's basically there's a business to being a successful scientist. Um there's so many I, and sincerely I sincerely, sincerely believe most people that choose to go into science are doing it with the best intentions. But sometimes if you just, you don't have these great ideas, <laughs> it's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta pull something. And like, if there's some lobby that wants to spin an angle and they, they're looking for something that can help set up that angle, there's a way to set up a, you know, peer reviewed study to look into the subject and they'll fund it. And once in a while, those things get shady. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Di- I don't disagree with that. Now, how often that happens? Very, very, very slim. I yeah, yeah. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist or anything. No, no, no. I, I, it's 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 something like. God, I feel like you know, with like like oil and gas and stuff. Every once in a while, they'll be like, "No, this came out that this has nothing to do with with X or Y," and it's like I feel like that's bullshit because there's only one paper that says that and. There's 20 others that say the other thing. Oh, I saw a funny article. Apparently, I like funny articles. Someone in the UK did a study that showed um, that piracy didn't actually affect sales of digital products. And the UK government uh, suppressed the release of that article. That's weird. Because they don't want you to know that because the the corporations want you to stop pirating so you pay them more. Now, if you look into it more, 
they suppressed the release of that article because it wasn't a well-conducted study. Oh. There was a reason that they, you know, it's like these headlines are written in a way where it's like, you're going to, you're going to walk away with the opinion we want you to have, even without reading the article. Yeah. And that I bugs like me a lot more. There's probably a little bit of merit to that, though. I don't, like, I don't well, know. I, I, released be... a, I released a video game and like within 24 hours, it was on a pirate website. And then the amount of views on the trailer went from like 100 to, you know, 3000 over the course of a month. And I have a feeling a lot of them came from the piracy website because they just linked to the YouTube uh, video instead of... There was no embed like with Steam. So it got a lot of eyes on the trailer and it made, it made our product look a little more legit. And I also feel like the people who downloaded it there probably were never going to buy it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, it, we, let's, let's talk about games specifically. Um, I think it's weird that there's this weird, like, set price point that a video game costs $60. Uh, because, like, Call of Duty, to make this every year, they pretty much have to sell, like, a $90 product. Yeah. Which so, is why they get all the season passes and the DLC. And yeah, and whatnot. it's like they even want you to buy all the DLC up front. Like, instead of just making a complete game and selling it for $90, it makes more business sense to make an incomplete game sell at $60, and make you pay extra for something that's not done yet. Yep. So you're effectively getting... You're, you could spend the same amount of money and get less out of it, and somehow you're happier as a consumer. And they're happier as a business because they don't actually have to like work that hard. And it's always it's all about that money, though. If they raise the price to 90 bucks, you're like, I'm not going to buy a $90 video game. But you go $60 and go, well, they're all the games are 60 bucks. I get it, and, and then... Two months from now, you get to pay us 15 bucks for more levels. And it's like, well, 15 bucks that doesn't sound so bad. I'll be playing this game for at least a year and a half. Or a year, until the next one comes out. So and It's just those little little, little bite-sized chunks people are willing to throw you know, their, their coffee money at, or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Um, World of Warcraft is still a sub-MMO. How, how much is that a month yet? Is that still fourteen ninety nine? It's fourteen ninety nine a month. That's fucking insane. That's so much money. If you buy six months worth, it's uh twelve dollars. You're not saving that much. No, you're not. But it's like you're saving a little bit, and it's like I'm gonna stay subbed. I may as well save that difference. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I do is the six month renewal thing. Sure. And they're doing this big push now where there's a there's a promotion where if you do the six month thing, you get a free mount. Okay. And it's like it was this promotion where it's like, hey, if you if you buy the six month thing for this much money and blah 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 and you get this pirate ship mount, it's a pirate ship, look at how cool it is. And so all these people are like, I can't believe Blizzard's uh, trying to trick me into subscribing more. And I, or what a weird price! Like it's you don't even saving money or anything. And it's like for me, literally nothing changed. If I didn't hear about this, the mount ended up in my inbox, and I was like, oh okay. And I put it in my mount collection, and I don't use it. <laughs> you know, it's like they they weren't doing a sale, and it, this isn't a new like product. I've been subbed like this for a couple years now. Yeah. And it was weird to me how people overreacted. I can't believe they're trying to trick people into subscribing to their game uh, by just bribing them with a mount. And it's like, well, technically it's added value to the thing that's already there. Like, you're not paying extra for the mount. You're- yeah. Man, it's so fucked up to think that it's fourteen ninety nine yet, like, 
that's a, that's an indie game every month. You know, that's Orcs Must Die every month, or you know, whatever your your poison is for for indie games. And it's yeah. just, it, it, it's crazy, but I used to do that for a couple of years, and I was, it seemed like a totally fine thing. Well, it's also, it's really weird when you look at some of these other things, like, uh, I remember once I was sitting in church, and there's a kid in front of me uh, playing on his mom's phone, and he, over the course of an hour, he downloaded, like, 20 different games. Wow. And it's like he's playing an airplane game where it's like a fighter airplane and it's flying and you shoot rockets and he'd play it for a little bit and get bored and go into the shop and click on a different fighter jet game and hand the phone to his mom. His mom would type in the password and then he downloads and then he's playing this game for like five minutes and gets bored and he finds a different picture of a fighter jet and asks his mom for the password. And But this is like routine. Sure. And it was making me think about like when I was his age, I owned a total of uh, three video games on Game Boy. Yeah, like you had like a couple, and you had to like them because your parents bought them, and they were expensive. It and really expensive. Like it was it, again when you look at the inflation and stuff. The Game fact Boy that Call of Duty what? cost sixty dollars blows my mind. Game Boy games were like thirty or forty dollars. Yeah, for like Game Boy, but I'm I'm talking about like Super Nintendo like console quality. Oh yeah, those were still. But still, even the Game Boy ones, it's like I couldn't. It would take me a long time to save up forty dollars. Yeah, and it's like, man, just looking at this cover art, like there's no internet reviews and stuff. <laughs> it's like if I just grabbed what was the coolest cover art, I'd end up with something stupid. Yep. But I have no idea what else to look at because it's like this one says Final Fantasy, and there's a picture of a sword. Are you a guy with a sword? Are is there is there more swords? I I, I don't know. There's just a picture of a sword. So I just put that game down, and I find out later, like, I played a re-release of Final Fantasy. It's like, man, I would have been really into this when I was younger, but I never would have picked it up. Yeah, you had to be careful. It is funny, because now that I'm older and I have, like, disposable income, I can just buy any dumbass game I want, and if I don't like it, it's like, oops. Like, like fucking Rogue Warrior, when I bought that for four ninety nine, dollars The game's horrible. Well, and even, like, on Steam, you can refund games, and it doesn't affect you at all. Yeah, granted, I didn't actually get around to playing that till like two months after I bought it. So but still, it's like outside the window. Um, I bought the new Fallout and I played it for like an hour, and it's like I'm enjoying this zero amount. I'm gonna return it, and that I'm just so didn't used to be Steam, a thing Steam you could do. In. It sucks because I can see that people like have returned my game, but I'm also just like I would prefer they do that than like be bitter at me. Like if they don't like it, that's fine. Like they should have the option to give it a go, and then return it. Like, I have no problems with that. Even if I see the number go down, you know, the sales number. Oh, yeah. Um, there was something... You mind if I get another beer real quick? No, go ahead. Alright, I'll be right back. Oh, play for me, Banjo-Cat. Okay, you back? I am back. Uh, there was a... There's a Commodore 64 game... Or maybe this was an Atari. But back with the Atari games, there'd be like a cover where it's like this beautiful painting. And on oh, the back, yeah. it's just text. Like there weren't really screenshots. And it would just be like, I, I remember this one game in particular called Submarine. Where like the pictures is cool. Like it's a beautiful photo or not a photo, but a painting of a submarine underwater. And it's like shooting torpedoes. And there's all this color and stuff. 
and on the back it's like you know pilot a submarine on a, a an important mission to save the world and and do this and that and fight the russians and uh and you have to manage all your stuff and it was just like really cool sales pitch and I was like, oh neat and when you boot it up it's literally the screen is just like a control panel with like meters and you have to read the instructions of what the meters mean and like adjust things so that the meters stay happy. There was like you never got like a visual of anything in the ocean. Um, huh. you, there was it was just the control panel. Really, and it's like it, it literally just a submarine simulator. The same way that if you're operating a submarine, there's not like a window or something. You you would just be looking at the simulator or the uh, you know the controls and the console and whatever your job is there. And it's like, I think if you know that going in, it's a really cool idea. But the picture on the box and the sales pitch, like, that was an investment that I'm certain disappointed people. Yeah. Well, I remember, like, you know, all those, like, old arcade cabinets and stuff for, like, Centipede, right? Where it was, like, this fantasy picture of, like, an elf fighting a giant monster. And then you look at the screen and it's fucking, you know, different colored dots shooting different colored dots at each other. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a big thing saying, I had a Sega Genesis, and you'd go looking for games, and I'd get maybe one a year because they were expensive. So it's, like, the Christmas present or whatever. And you're just like, oh, look how cool this looks. And then it's like, but is this going to look like this when I turn it on? And yeah. it's not something I thought too much about when I was a kid, because I was a dumb kid. And so you're just like, that one looks cool, I want that one. Or, that's got the Lion King on it, I like the Lion King. And you default to, like, properties. Yeah, I would do that a lot, too. Um, there, there are a few games that I found out later, at least great classics, but it's like, I wouldn't reach for uh, Vector Man as quickly as I was reach for Looney Tunes. Right. And, and between those same. two, yeah, between those two, it's like, well, Looney Tunes, at least I care about the character. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't even know what a Vector is, let alone the man of one. I ended up owning Vector Man. That game is fucking hard. It's, yeah, but it's so cool. Like, it's the cool sound and shit, everything. It it's like hard. Yeah, but it's like, it, what a weird, like, I think I rented it by accident once. Like, I, they put the wrong game in the case or something. And it's like, oh, well, I got this anyways. I'll, I'll try it while it's here. And I ended up falling in love with it, but I would have never grabbed the box, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I lucked out with the Sega and that I had like a went to a daycare and uh, they had a Sega Genesis there so and a decent amount of games because she had like a, a son in her 20s or in his 20s that would you know buy whatever he wanted so we almost got to like demo games there and then it's like okay that's a good one we should go get that you know like okay that's the new Sonic game we need to get the Sonic game um or Primal Rage I think it was Primal Rage where you get to be the animals and fight each other yeah yeah, that's that a good one fun. too. I like that. That's a really good one. I could never like I don't think I had like the right controller. I could never figure out how to do any of the cool moves. So it was just like button mashing with my brother. You know, there was a funny thing with the Genesis where there were I think there were two different controllers and one of them had ABC and one of them had six of those buttons. Yep, one of them had an like XYZ on it or yeah, maybe it was it, just DEF or whatever. It was something, but it was like I never had that one. I only had the ABC ones. Yeah, same. And and it was, and, I, I was I'm pretty sure you could not do some of the combos because you were missing buttons. Yeah, but there were only a couple games where you were like mandatory to have those buttons. So it's like I could never justify getting the new controller 
because I already had two, mm-hmm. and you'd never need them. But then, like, I think once I rented a game where we could not figure out how to make it work, and it's like it dawned on me later that oh, that was the case with that one. I'm trying to think of like the Sega Genesis games, because I was like, it was like mostly Sonic. There was a Battleship game that was literally just like, hey, play Battleship, but it's on the Sega Genesis instead of you know the pegs on the and the board. Mm-hmm. Um. God, what else did I have? I had Primal Rage for sure. I think I ended up getting um. Mortal Kombat. I was I watching might've... this Let's Play of a NES uh, Flintstones game. Huh. And it was really interesting because a lot of those games back then, I think they were original games in Japan, and then they would like do some funny sprite work and turn it into an IP game. Okay. Um, with the Flintstones one, it's a pretty cute game, and it, like they do a good job with it. But the story is bizarre because it's like everybody's around and then like a Hitler character shows up with a time machine Holy and abducts, abducts um, Dino and Hoppy. And he, he really looks like Hitler and his name is Dr. Butler and it's like, oh, there was some sort of like censorship thing where they wanted to make a Hitler joke here. And it's just a very strange... <laughs> I, I don't know, video games are weird back then. I feel like I played like, Battletoads at some point, but I'm looking at Battletoads. And I don't care for Battletoads. I feel like the fact that it's hard to find a copy made it that like joke where you ask for it. But I think it's kind of overrated just because people like the joke. Is, it, is there a Battletoads 2? I think um, one of them. Yeah. Which one do you start off on like a spaceship? I think that's the first one. I could only ever get to level 4. Let me grab my Switch real quick. Okay. I should probably keep talking, but he can just edit this shit out, so I'm not really not really sure what to do. Going to the YouTubes. Do you got a Switch? No, no, my brother does. Do you have the online? Uh, no. You can't afford the $3 a month? We don't play, like, we don't have any games we would play online. You could play NES Classics online. Yeah, that's a neat novelty, but not for $3 a month. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm looking at the the titles here, and like, I only want to touch maybe three of these. Right. Um. There's Balloon Fight. I honestly don't think that's a good game. No. I mean, it's it's uh, fine. It's not nothing I'd pay money for. Right. Um. Baseball. That's okay. Donkey Kong. They got Double Dragon. I don't think that's good either. Uh. Doctor Mario. Oh, they got Ghosts and Goblins. Okay, this is cool. I like Gradius. I like Ice Climber. Um, River of City Ransom. Super Mario Bros. 3. Legend of Zelda. Yeah, it's it's weird. There's this thing where it's like, oh yeah, here's a library of NES games. And it's like, yeah, you're going to try all these for like three minutes and remember they're bad and go back to something else. Yeah. Man, what the fuck Battletoads do I remember playing on the Sega Genesis? Oh, here it goes. Battletoads and Double Dragon. This is the one it was. You could pick the toads or you could pick the humans. Oh. Okay. I I could only ever get to level four. And then I would die. 
And that game was really like that was that was a co-op game though, so it was really fun at the time because I could play with people. I think there's only five levels in this, so actually we got pretty far in. I'm scrubbing through the video. Yeah, that was um that was always a big selling point is how co-op it was. I mean, I, couch co-op's like always been a a big big selling point for me in video games because it was sort of like how I started playing video games at all. He's like, hey, let's play Sonic. Okay, cool. I'll be Tails. You can be not Sonic or vice versa. And then Battletoads, uh, you know, that one, having co-op. Um, and just going on from there, you know, every time we'd buy a video game, we'd have, you know, it was always like for me and my brother. So I was like, okay, what's something we can both play? And now that like couch co-op is going away is really sad. Uh, did you see like the, the remaking Crystal Chronicles on the Switch? Well, no. Which is fucking cool. Dude, that's the I have a feeling they're going to not have Coach co-op the, uh, in that. And it'll be like, the Game no, Boy Advance controls are literally the same buttons as the Joy-Con. Like, I would love so it's to like you always have a two-controller setup, minimum. But the reason they had a two-controller setup Yeah, but they can build that into the system on the thing. You just push the plus button, and the little window comes up that's yours. So you had that Game Boy Advance... To look at your menu. And that's really easy in theory, right? Like, any idiot can do that, and the game's not going to be in, like, a shitty-ass resolution. But I don't trust... You didn't? I don't trust game developers anymore to do shit like that. I just don't. Like, Dude, like Halo fucking 5 didn't have goddamn co-op. Unless you had two Xboxes. No, you had to... Halo 5 did not have couch co-op. They took it out because it wouldn't run at 60 frames per second. And I was like, oh, cool. I don't want to play this game anymore. My brother ended up getting it. We played through. That's not okay at all. He played it. Then I played it. And it's easily the worst Halo game. And part of it is because I had to play by myself. And God, it's not as fun. It was pretty shitty. Like, and then it's like we still go back and play Halo Four on the Master Chief Collection now because it's how about uh? Still I know we talked about Smash Brothers. Play on the same goddamn system, and it's great. But I want to ask again, like, if there's anything that they could add to the game that would make it better, can you think of it? Because honestly, I feel like I'm done. It's like if they announced no more new things, I would be okay. I got enough here to make me happy. Yeah, I still see people talk about their favorite characters. Yeah, same. I, like they don't put there's, Gino in there. Oh my goodness, I, I'm going to be that, so like, angry. fucking everything is and back, really, and there's it, new stuff. It's like, not still, <laughs> Like, I can't even list the whole roster right now. Yeah. I mean, the, the roster already on, um... What is it, Smash 4? Like, we can't... It would take us, like, three hours of playing to go through every character if we did every character once. Like, that's insane. Because we usually only play, when I play, like, for about an hour and a half. And that's what's like, I go through the characters I'm I really like, and then maybe one or Starlink. two others that are fun to play. And then I'm good. And I'm the and only so, person, There's I so guess? many more we miss, and there's levels we don't end up playing. See? It comes out in, like, two weeks, and no one knows what it is. Um, that's that Toy to Life game where you put a spaceship on the controller. Uh, what is Starlink? 
Yeah, the R-Wing stuff in it, too. Like, I, honestly, I thought it was kind of neat before that, and then they announced the oh, R-Wing, yeah, and it's like, okay, pre you can get a really fucking cool, uh... Uh, but they put R-Wing. out this weird... What? I think that the R-Wing only comes with the game because that's the Nintendo version. I hate that the R-Wing comes Because they can't sell the R-Wing because it won't work on systems. I would like to just buy the R-Wing. Um... Well, I mean, here's what you do. Wait two oh. months when the game's, like, taking up shelf space, and it'll go on sure. discount for $30. I just $30, want a fucking really know. cool replica of the goddamn R-Wing, right? Just be the the price of a collectible in the first place. The same thing happened with the uh, the Skylanders had a Nintendo-exclusive version, and that's the only way to get the Bowser Skylander, and it's like, oh, that's no, true. how am I going to afford this? And it's like, the whole starter set was $10 after a couple months. But uh, they put out a teaser trailer that has Wolf at the end, and it's like, wait, are are they are they gonna put the Wolf in ship sure. in too, and like a little Wolf pilot? Because the pilots are figures too. You you literally get a miniature that you put in your oh, ship, really? and it changes the stats depending on what the pilot's good at. And if there's a Wolf, like if I could get a Fox and Wolf miniature, like that's oh. actually kind of neat. Um, plus the game looks fun. It's kind of like No Man's That's Sky cool. where you explore and stuff. And like, okay, you know what? That's kind of a laid back drink on a Friday afternoon kind of. Yeah. That's my jam. Yeah. Do you ever feel, I don't know, I don't own that many like collectibles and stuff. Like I have the Guardians, I have some Aliens Predator shit. Um, I get a lot of ads. Did you see that Zenyatta Figma? Now. And I'm always like really tempted to take a look at like these ninja. Yeah, and apparently the and like it actually has like light up stuff, features uh, too. I did not. I, they're doing a Zenyatta, but he's cool. Why would they? Who fucking no. wanted one of those? There's so many other goddamn characters they could do. <laughs> Dude, no, he has so much style. Like he's one of the characters holes. that I won't swap out the costume because his canon outfit is a lot cooler. Oh, yeah, that is pretty cool. Hardcore than anything else. I like. I like how it also comes with the orb of uh, harmony and the orb of discord. Yeah, he's can, pretty neat. You can stick those I'm really into disappointed, though. other I wanted them figments. to do Zarya or May. So it looks like he's like a damage debuffing Reaper. Yeah. Yeah, I pre-ordered Reaper. When when he comes in, I'll I'll give you a review. Because honestly, I, the Widowmaker was so they're bad. They're so expensive, I'm but I, 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 I want Reaper. I, honestly, I was worried that she was so bad it would it would stop the line because normally they'll release one character and it's like oh the last one didn't oh, really? sell people don't want overwatch anymore oh. i know i like enough anime where it's like hey you should get yeah. this anime figure that's cool it's like oh that one's from steins like, gate i like that one it's stuff? like oh it's a hundred dollars never mind that's always neat looking but it's like ah. Nah. And I mean, I'm just gonna put it on my bookshelf and then forget about it. And then in this case, almost half of my characters have fallen over because I've knocked into my bookshelf or whatever, and I didn't feel like standing That's good. back up. 
So Ripley and uh, Vesquez are dead, apparently. The aliens won. <laughs> See, that's why I like, uh, I like Figma, because they come with stands. And fucking goddamn Gamora on her tiny-ass feet. I've got, um, I've got my Genji in, like, a cool battle pose that, you know, the stand is propping him up, so he'll always look good. Yeah, I should And then get... I got that Mercy Nendroid with a... I got a like a candle tea light that sits behind her so that at, when it's dark I can turn on the light and her wings nice. light up. Yeah, we should probably start. Um today's topic, we're going to write the script for the next alien movie. Holy shit, we are 49 minutes in. I think I'm really there should be a male protagonist just for in a once. Really rambly direction, and I'm not unhappy with it. It's about time. It's probably gonna have a lot of pauses for you to edit out. And the alien should be a Mexican. <laughs> well, that's why they build the wall. It's funny how, like, dude, the, the whole the whole movie is on the <laughs> well, space wall. Well, if they build wall. a space wall, like it's about the wall patrol. The aliens can just and, like, walk the whole... on walls, though. It'll be fine. They'll just get over it. The Yeah, the entire movie is just filmed with the camera at a 90-degree angle. So it's always, oh, like, it's like, always people like, shooting uh, up or down. In their shoes, so they're, like, and, like, yelling up sideways. or down while aliens are running up and down the movie screen. And is the is yeah, the and every time like somebody dies, like, it's like you see the blood, blood trailing like, down. Oh, dude, the aliens get shot up and their and acid so the, trail. It's like, like it starts to get like purple, and then they start like running out down the, the wall. This is a bad idea. So now it's like chasing them, and it's like there's somebody like running down the wall because they have to get to the safe spot. What, what should we call it? We should call it um. <laughs> I mean, we should call it alien cool. colon. Invaders, and then wow, the poster will look like the, we did it in like a screenshot minutes. of Space Invaders, but with the alien crawling down it. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Take that. <laughs> and then this stinger is a predator mask. Like someone it's like they one. get to the bottom of the wall, and it's like, who even built this wall? And they it's land and an take two steps, and they the find like a predator mask there, and like, what's this? And then you see the little like the red dots like on his chest, and you hear the clicking, and it's like cuts to black. <laughs> Dude, this is gonna be a good alien movie. Did you see the predator? Yeah. Um. Okay, I guess I shouldn't say anything. That made me way too happy. No, I'm gonna go this weekend. Do, do you have alcohol at your theater? Uh, drink. Ever, most people say it's bad. A couple people have said it's pretty fun, but you have to be in the right mood. Drink. No, no you should see it when people are there, because the audience reaction... The thing is, like, is when I, I want to see it at like 8 in the morning. Laughing, when and it there. was great. I, I really enjoyed it. I kind of drank at 8 but in the morning. I was also, I drank and I was, everyone was laughing, so. <laughs> sure. 
it has to be. It's one of those like the only movie it has to be this year that, uh, that is the Meg, which I wasn't super high on. Partly because the audience. Um, was I horrible. heard good things about the book People though. Talking and eating really loud, and being obnoxious. But also, it was kind of a shitty movie. I, re- I read the book in high school and had a lot of fun with it. I have no idea if it holds up. Dude, I actually still have it, though, a half right at there. it on my bookshelf. I have a Ringwraith what toy about... uh, standing in front of it with a sword. What What's the deal with Alien and Predator? Because the Predator is an alien, and the alien is a Predator. <laughs> they got... It's like, it's it's cool that they're fighting, but once you put them next to each other, it's like, guys, we got the name so wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And should be Predator versus Alien. I don't know. I I'm I like Alien vs. Predator uh, 2 was like my big Mortal first Kombat. online multiplayer game, so I, and I, I fucking prefer love Alien the and I'm not a huge fan of the Even Alien and Mortal Kombat. Stuff in it's just Baraka. But they did do a good job. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah, Baraka was I mean, my favorite character. More, I think Kombat, I bought though, it so. for those things, and then the like insect lady waifu. Um, I almost bought also, that game honestly, just for those things. They got the gameplay down. It's a solid game. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I, I don't play most of the games I um, buy at this I like point to play anyway. So Second Life is like, like a free just, alien like, be an avatar. Alien for just, like, a little bit. It's just like God, that'd be waste money for me. Oh, yeah, I made a chain chomp on Second Life. It has googly eyes and just, like, rolls around. That is a very Second Life. I love it. It's so cute. You did. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, well, let's do (laughs) Glad Space, if that is your Glad Space. Then let's talk about Gravity Falls. Did you like it? Glad Space, or should I say I finished finished Gravity Falls? Okay, I've never seen an episode of Gravity Falls. What is it about? It's not. Yeah. I watched anime parodies of it. It was so good. I did. It was so good. I've, I've never seen anything from the show. Really? Uh, you do. You're the one who showed me that. Holy shit. It's about the, basically a pair of 12-year-old twins who go to Oregon on a summer vacation to live spend time with her great uncle Stan and then you know, the place is Gravity Falls and Gravity Falls is a hive mind of weird supernatural shit and so Dipper the brother decides he wants to his his thing this summer is to, to uncover the mysteries of Gravity Falls Mabel's just kind of around to have a good time and it just it gets the first season is largely episodic with a couple of reoccurring things you're exploring the town the characters some of the monsters Season 2, it starts becoming more of a, a serialized thing. Uh, as they get more of the journals, they start uncovering more mysteries. You find out there's some characters who you didn't think were going to be around. and uh, It ends with a four-part... It's it's three episodes, but the last episode is is, the, is an hour special. Uh, so like a four-part ending where things get fucking weird and every, you know, to all of the shit, it hits all of the fans and 
is really really good. It's the I think it's got one of the excellent cartoon. I don't know. It's, I don't want to like give too much, anything away if you haven't actually seen it. And the characters design too. Like it, a, a solid. It's like a it. great show. Um, it's great. The um the humor is really not afraid to get kind of dark, which is weird. Like, I don't know what is suitable for kids as an adult. You get so far away from being a kid, it's just like, oh, the idea of like a monster I, a car with a person. I love in Invader it, Zim. Maybe too dark do, for do children. The Christmas then it happens in, in the cartoon, Invader and it's Zim. like, oh, that was actually pretty funny. Maybe kids are okay. Like, you know, the did you, you never saw the Christmas one. Ah, oh, man, Invader Zim was never a show I really liked. Okay, that was kind of a boring one. I, I'm, the only episode I really remember, and it was because it freaked me out, is the one where he was eating organs. That was a little, you know, bleh. That you one was the one just like, oh man, I don't want to see drawn organs coming out of a ma- alien's mouth. But the That's Christmas one up. was really good, because it had some weird themes in it. And one of them... It, it, uh, <laughs> So Zim See, that sounds, finds, that was probably like, a bit more fun. It, it, like, as it gets close to Christmas, there's these weird men cropping yeah. up, like, begging for money, but people are actually giving them money. No, it's um Santa's, like, ringing bells. And so he's, like, he's trying to figure out, like, who these uniformed weirdos are. And so he abducts one and interrogates them, like, you know, like, who are you? Who do you work for? Oh, um, and the, okay. <laughs> This this sad mall Santa that got abducted by an alien, um, he it, it's like a cult that the whole world believes in Santa, and it's like he goes on this whole thing about how like it's like oh no I'm not Santa I'm just one of his helpers and one of these days Santa will return and bring joy <laughs> to us all and it gets like really creepy where it's like borderline. It's like religious fanaticism that no one wants to apply logic to, and so Zim realizes that he, if he just poses as Santa, because everyone's waiting for Santa to come, then that means everyone would listen to him. So he makes a Santa oh. suit that's made out of Christmas joy and like uh, nano machines and stuff, and it like blends into his body so that at will he can become Santa. But, like, the Christmas joy starts seeping into his DNA and, like, corrupting his mind. <laughs> of course. So, he's posing as Santa, and he has this plan that all the... He's like, oh, ho, ho, I'm Santa. Uh, everyone help make my holly jolly teleport the human race to an alien homeworld machine, and we'll all be happy. And so he moves everyone to the North Pole to make this machine, and everyone just goes along with it completely. Um, because it's like Santa's returned, <laughs> and there's so many dark jokes where, like, they're the the news does this montage where they're interviewing people, and there's a part where they go to an orphanage, and they they interview the the lady that runs the orphanage. It's like, so tell me, how do you feel now that Santa's returned? Oh, knowing that he came back, it brings my heart with joy. I feel like it could explode, and they hear this pop, and she falls over dead, and all the orphans are like staring at her body, and it cuts. And so fast forward to the end, the the Santa DNA like took over Zim's body and it starts Jeez. like evolving into this giant Godzilla monster. And um 
And so Dib is convinced that not only is there no Santa, but he has to stop Zim. So he gets his robot to fight the Godzilla Santa. And there's just gigantic North Pole battle sequence. And all these people are watching. And there's this great shot where Santa rips one of the robot arms off and like throws it to the side. And there's a crowd of people and you see the shadow like growing over them and the robot arm's going to land on these people. So they all scatter except for one guy standing in the middle. And like right before, <laughs> right before the arm lands, he just holds his arms out like, take me, I'm done. And then <laughs> just like crash lands on him and he's dead. And it's like the sort of joke that I would put in. And I feel like people would tell me, you can't put that in a children's cartoon. And it's like, that's why I liked Zim, was there were those <laughs> jokes in there. Sure. Gravity Falls definitely had stuff like that, especially towards the, the last couple episodes when everything was going bonkers and there was monsters running around. And there'd be like just like some weird <laughs> monster would just like grab a squirrel and eat it and then keep walking. I'm like, well, that there, squirrel's dead. There was another Zim you know, episode it wouldn't, like, where spit it out or uh, anything. It's like, Dib no, was, the squirrel's just dead. Dib constantly that, that, like, we just, narrates we just watch his own story and talks out loud for the sake of the viewer. So they kind of make jokes about, like, he'll be sitting in a restaurant talking out loud about how he's going to stop Zim. And there'll be, like, a stranger, like, are you talking to yourself? And he'll just sure. keep going without acknowledging him. And there was one where he's, he's at the restaurant on his laptop talking about, oh, yeah, I've got to do this thing, blah, blah, blah. And I, I don't know how to break the, the pig curse because blah, blah, blah. And across from him is just this giant hobo. And the guy's like, wow, that's really interesting. Uh, here's some advice when uh, a pig demon cursed my sister. Um, It was so bad, that's what turned me into a hobo. And Dib's like, yeah, but I want to reverse the curse and not become a hobo. He's like, oh, well, I, I'll take my leave. And he leaves. Like, he starts walking out the restaurant and then he pauses and then he grabs the waitress, and she starts screaming, and he just runs out carrying her. And there's no resolution for what happens after that. And it's the weirdest scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Okay, I just sent you a YouTube video of probably my favorite joke Dude, sequence Chowder in Gravity Falls. Dude, show too. And then on the recommended list is uh, all four of all breaks and chowder. Like, would you like a lollipop? Would I? Long. Would you? Would I? <laughs> <laughs> I like chowder. But you? Yeah, me too. <laughs> chowder is oh, that was a good show. That's one I would like to own on DVD, but I don't think it's available. Yeah, you should watch this joke in Gravity Falls. It's about, like, it's butterfly dealing with gnomes. Officers. Like, butterflies are their drugs. Uh, that's a... Okay, that's a good scene. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of the, like my like favorite bits in the show. There's so many little like, tell jokes it to in the it. adorable owl, like the freaking deer like with the uh, the siren on its head. And then and, and then the, the cop it's takes fun. a cut of the drugs. 
So, like, the cop is corrupt, too. Fucking love it. <laughs> that In that episode, Mabel punches a unicorn in the face. That's great. They come back later, and they're covered in rainbows. Okay, here, I want to see And they're like, one. yeah, they're, they're unicorn tears. And it's like, no, episode. I'm pretty sure that's unicorn blood. You guys killed a bunch of unicorns. So the whole framing device for the Christmas episode okay. was just like robot snowman telling a story. <laughs> uh, just takes her, puts her okay, in the chair. Like glad face, keeps that's going. Mine. Fucking love it. Invader Zim, go watch Invader Zim Christmas special. Just in mm. time for September. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. My glad space is that I uh, I reinstalled Unreal Tournament 2004 because I wanted to play an arena shooter that didn't piss me off. And there's still people playing Unreal Tournament 2004. And I got to play fucking Onslaught mode and drive around and take the bases and, and then and shoot some people and I died a lot because I'm really bad at that game. I haven't played in a while. Don't know how to drive vehicles anymore. But it was really fun. I'm I'm hoping that I don't want to get like back into it because that takes time, but I am hoping to keep it on my computer for a while and just jump in every once in a while and and hopefully find a game. There are dedicated servers, so you can just be like, oh, this one's got 16 people in it. I'll go to that one. <laughs> That's it's crazy looking at the the game. It box, is not though, that long ago. All dude. of the uh, That's what's weird. Like GameSpy.com, five Things out of five. Fast That's now. not around. OneUp.com, nine out of ten. That's not around. I uh, they might not Yahoo be anymore. Games I don't know. Do- domain nine um, out of ten. Pretty sure that's not. What around. was that made up award on the Bubsy 3D? Is Gamespot game? around? Because I don't think so. It was like the Bubsy 3D game was so bad that like one of the selling points was that if you gather a hundred points, then you get an extra life. I'm not sure. Like that's on the back of the box, but it was also like this is like winner of the Gold X Award, and it's like no one knows what that is or. <laughs> it sounds like they just made it up, but I kind of want to bring it back. <laughs> like, I want to steal that logo and, like, start a website and start handing out Gold X Awards. They just made one up. Um, That would actually be really nice. fun. Give my game one up. Well, I'll put that on I guess Steam it's page. a glad space. Um, Remember, everybody... We'll be uh, don't put on that peach crown, or the internet will won't just won't, won't leave you alone. It won't stop. Everybody, next Steam sale when Unreal Tournament or spend three dollars and get a bunch of ninety-nine for that fucking game, yeah, which is ridiculous. But when it's like four dollars, yeah. pick that shit up. Go play some Unreal. I didn't know there I'll were vehicles that. in that play, game. Play I thought it was just me. like Quake. Drive off a cliff because driving's really hard in that game. But I don't know why it's so hard. That's kind of so, cool. Onslaught mode is vehicles. There's a lot of different if vehicles. You can drive. <laughs> the car is really cool because if you push left click, blades <laughs> come out <laughs> of the side so you can run people what over. Great story, Mark. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I can't. I go off the cliffs. 
That's a really good movie. I mean, I, that's on YouTube now. Like, Tommy Wiseau it's a little creepy how well he does Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> I watched the Just Astro Artist not that long ago. That was a good movie. Oh, yeah. If you don't know what it is, it's super scary half the I thought, time. like, Tommy like, Wiseau was going to be a snap. serial oh, killer, right? Like, if you didn't moment. know who that guy was, you're like, Greg is going to die before this movie's over. Yeah, it's, like, it's um, it's really easy to find. They got it all over the yeah. place now. Um, I saw it at Redbox. Oh, that was and good stuff. Go watch that one too. Disaster Artist, like DVD Express Cube or something. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think there is a blue box that blue box got sued by Blockbuster because Blockbuster wanted to make their own gonna blue be, box. It was gonna be blue box, and then Blockbuster box shut down by the time that lawsuit. Like they won. But God damn it. <laughs> Then they're like, oh, we don't want to invest right now. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. We love you. We'll we'll see you in another 50 episodes when we write the script to um, Dumb and Dumber 4. Dumb and loving it. Cameron loves you.